Hello, hello, hello. Today I'm going to talk about starting something from scratch. Uh, recently I've shifted in my life from being full-time in my business to being in my business a little bit and being an employee for a local university. I think a few of you know that this has been happening for me. And what that has meant is that I've stepped into something really new. I've stepped into something from scratch in a number of ways. Um, the project that I'm working on with the university is a, like a four or five-year-old project. However, the role that I'm stepping into doesn't actually have a, a set of procedures documents of like, okay, step one, go here. Like, There's no map walking me through. And on top of that, my supervisor is also new in her role. So the both of us are making it up as we go and hoping to create a system that could exist for someone else if they were going to step into this newly as we are. And this experience has been triggering a lot of things for me and I feel like I've learned a lot of lessons in the last couple of weeks that I want to share with you. Hopefully you'll be able to relate and hopefully they might be inspiring anecdotes um, or helpful in some way. I mean, that's my hope. Or even just be relatable. And, you know, there's a few things I have in place um, from being productive in my business in my day-to-day that transferred over and really helped me. And I thought, you know, everything that's happened to me in the last couple of weeks has just been making me think of different people and ways that maybe what I've been learning could be helpful to anybody else. So let's go. So the first thing that's been really clear to me is that some level I've had too much of nothing. So I've stepped into a role that doesn't have a strong precedent. I also have a supervisor who's new, who has, you know, uh, she's just said to me, um, oh, can you develop a marketing plan? And that was kind of it for a couple of weeks. And I was like, oh my God, help me out. You know, like just wanting some guidance from someone on what to do next, because yeah, I can create a marketing plan. But what I needed was to know what had happened before. So lots of emailing, trying to figure things out. But beyond that, I think there's a point where in our business, we can be reactive. We can be responding to what's coming to us from our inbox or queries from clients. And in my case, like I was relying on someone, say my supervisor or other people in the team to tell me what my steps were going to be or a set of procedures. So like, a pre-existing document that was going to say, okay, step one, do this, step two, do that. So I haven't had that. I've kind of had too much of nothing and I've had to invent a job and do it kind of thing, which is fine with me on one level. I know that I can do that. But what's been going on for me is that being in that very open, unstructured space has been triggering me quite a bit because I want to do a great job. I want people to think well about me and yeah, I don't want to make mistakes ultimately. I just want to win straight away at something that I've never done before, which we all know is pretty much impossible. Um, However, it did remind me of a couple of clients who I know like they've got a job, but they also need to figure out how to structure their time. So for me, um, the first thing that became glaringly apparent to me was like, I have these 21 hours that I'm working for these other people and they're not going to tell me how to structure my time. I'm in this big space of nothing and I'm the one who has to figure out how I'm going to show up inside that 
you know, I was struggling with um, either being on the computer for too long and not getting up and moving my body. Um, I was struggling with, so the outcome of that, just trying to go for it for too long, like just sitting at the computer for kind of three hours and just working, working. And then in the end, I would grind myself out, you know, like I would be on there for so long that I'd get to the end of a couple of hours and then nothing juicy or sparkly was coming out of me anymore. So, you know, there's just this big open blank page and the ways that I was showing up inside that reminded me so much of everyone of you or, you know, who I've worked with before or just business people in general who I've spoken to before and the challenge that we face when we are in a situation where we're in charge of our time where we're in charge of what happens ultimately. Like, yeah, I have a supervisor, but I'm the one who has to figure out what I'm going to do inside my time. And, you know, am I going to just flake out and watch Netflix and just put my time on my roster and tell them I did stuff and not really do stuff? You know, am I going to burn myself out, worry myself sick? Yeah, so I had to figure out what to do in this big space of nothing. So, of course just being me, my hunch was to create a structure. So I have an imposed structure to some degree because my kids are at school and I'm home. And I think one other thing that really threw a spanner in the works was in the first week that I was working in this new thing, uh, I had basically just not enough time in that week to really settle into any kind of steady routine. I had kids home and then I had these big workshops for local council. So there was just a lot going on. and. There was no time for me to really experiment. So creating a structure was my first goal of like, okay, let's see. I had my calendar open. I was using my practices that I learned from George Cow about experimenting with my calendar, setting up my self-care first. And I was thinking about the things that I always tell everybody. I was like, put my self-care in first and then put in the things for my business and then put in the things like the blocks of time where I'm going to be available to be reactive to tasks that come at me from the inbox or from supervisors or from the team and um, see how that goes. So that was sort of my first experiment, you know. And what happened for me was that there wasn't enough coming at me. Plus, I mean, there kind of was, but what I had coming at me was the, the kind of digital equivalent of if someone just got a big box of old files and folders and just put them on my desk, this huge mountain of paper. Like, say, in my imagination, if it was in real life, it would be like two or three feet high stack of A4 pages. I mean, I what I got was kind of almost worse than that because it was in a folder structure in a computer. So three sets of just massive files and folders and it was like, look, this is what's happened before and basically just going into every single file and folder and trying to figure out what had happened in the past, you know, where where are any kind of marketing assets or branding assets? Wait, where's the marketing plan? Where is everything that happened before? So there was also sending emails to people who were involved in the project last time and just asking them, look, what did you do last time? There was also doing my actual, imp- like my HR onboarding. So there's all these videos I have to watch to onboard myself. And I had to learn a whole new tech system. So I, um, we were using Teams. We're using Teams, Microsoft Teams. And I also had to figure out Microsoft Outlook. I also found a tool called Microsoft OneNote. And I, I was just thrown into all this new stuff, new stuff, new stuff, 
no system, no plan. So, yeah, I did try to create a structure. The other thing I was working with in terms of my own structure was the Cal Newport time block planning system and his like larger model, his deep life model that he uses. And so those things, but I was like, come on, guys, help me out. <laughs> I was just waiting for something to start making sense. And, yeah, I mean, the next thing I had to do was really just start to be kind to myself. So, yeah, I mean, I was feeling really uncomfortable. <laughs> I was feeling like I wasn't doing it right. And then, uh, like, I just checked in with my supervisor and said how I was feeling. But I think on that particular day, I was having a really low self-confidence day. So as well as fessing up about feeling like, like I don't really know what I'm doing here, which she could also relate to while we both try and, you know, develop a structure where one didn't exist before, um, was that I was feeling really underconfident about my ability to show up and do the actual work of going and chatting with people, going and building relationships with people in person. Um, and I was doubting my ability to write like an email because I'd sent her an email and she said, oh, there's a few typos. And I just started feeling like, whoa, you know, like I've actually got what it takes to do this and really just doubting myself. So I had to just stop and um, be kind to myself, you know, just be kind to myself, take the pressure off, kick back, just try to ease up. And part of being kind to myself is also taking time in nature, you know, going off and having those cafe mornings. I like to go down to the coast from where I live at Tarthra and just go to a cafe and do some work in a cafe for a couple of hours, go into the bush and go for a walk and just like getting in nature in the wilderness just really recalibrates all my cells and my head and my body and everything is just much better after I've done that. Um, Being kind to myself, what had also happened through this was I'd had a lot of like health habits that I was pursuing, like doing weights and get trying to do a bit of cardio and going for my walks, but I'd had a really bad cold. So I'd landed in this, you know, feeling really fatigued um, as well as everything else. So just, you know, had this weird cold that for three weeks, like I'd think, oh yeah, I'm better, I'm better, I'm better. And then I'd just relapse into just, oh no, I have to just go to bed for the day kind of a lot going on and yeah through that as well as freaking out a bunch I did remember like really to be kind to myself to focus on the important things like just my really simple habits and something I mean I've been listening to Cal Newport he's got deep questions podcast I oh how exciting I've been listening to that podcast like a lot like every time one drops I like quickly devour it and I've been going back and listening to past ones and um yeah, it's been very, very helpful just, you know, thinking about my life in a broader context, not just all about work. Just remembering that, you know, you can have a plan for your day and sometimes it won't happen. You'll just cross it out and just start again. Like just lighten up. <laughs> it's going to be okay. I mean, that's not really his message so much, but what I do really get from his planning system is, yeah, you make a plan for the day. And if you see that it's not happening, just cross it out and then create a new plan for yourself. Like, it's okay. And what's really good is you can look back and see like, oh, okay, that day, that method of planning didn't really work. And it's on paper. For me, it's all in one book. And it's working out really great right now. And I'm, I just am really stoked about going down this whole Cal Newport deep life 
wormhole that I'm on at the moment. And I'd say that, yeah, I can't remember where I was headed with talking about Cal Newport now, but definitely he has been helping me a lot with just my structure in my days and, yeah, just, you know, remembering that I've got what it takes. I've done this before and I think that's right. What he talks about is just having some three simple disciplines um, and that they're meaningful but that they're not too much. Like, you know, not oh, I'm just going to go and look at my weights but also not like I'm going to do like three workouts a week because that's my my um, inclination is be like, okay, we've got to do weights three times a week. That's the recommended amount and then that's actually a bit too much from zero to three. So, you know, just remembering like it's okay. Let's just have these three things. We're going to keep trying to do them every day. Let's see how we go and then track them so that I can see when I am and I'm not achieving that goal. I'd say my next step was to remember the key success tools. That's what I have written on my piece of paper. But when I think about my key success tools, it's a mix, right? Like, yes, there is my planning system and my calendar system and there is my self-care, taking breaks, you know, interrupting it when I start getting sucked in a, like, two-hour trying to fix everything in the world wormhole. Just remembering what success is. Success is not finishing everything today. Success is, you know, actually getting up, walking around, noticing that it's a beautiful day, not getting stuck in my head is a successful day. So I think my my key success tools are, yeah, I've got my calendar, my Google calendar, which I've talked about extensively. Be able to find something in past podcast episodes, definitely. I've talked to my group program about it a lot, so maybe I need to tease some of those modules out as podcast episodes. But if you don't know what I'm talking about with the Google calendar, then um, definitely tell me and I'll make sure I talk about it again or more. So I've got my Google calendar. That's where I put, you know, appointments. It's also where I put, like I've got my weights there. I've got a spot for food. I've got a break that, you know, does get shuffled around a bit. But just my self-care, like anchor things, as well as um, dates. Like, oh, Thursday I'm going to go and see someone at the cafe and talk to them about a sewing project. Oh, I've got it booked with Linda on Friday to talk to her about her book. So that's where the like hard things go in my mind. And sometimes I also like when I know I've got a task, I'll put it in there so that I can drag it around and find the right day for it. Um, next success tool in terms of the planning is, yeah, my, um, what is it called again? <laughs> I've got it here. Time block planning. So that's the Cal Newport system. I feel like I've been experimenting with that for quite a while now, like maybe at least six months. And um, there is something about having it written down. It is really quite good. And I really also like that I can, I've got my metric tracking on there as well. So I'm just looking at mine right now. I've got, you know, um, three habits at the moment that I'm working on. And he suggests one for your professional life, one for your personal life and one for what he calls having a remarkable life. So for my business one, I've got an atomic habit, which is, so an atomic habit is when you have one habit 
if you just keep that one habit, so many under habits sit underneath it. So currently that I've got it written here, I am a time block planner that I'm doing my time block plan because when I do my time block plan, so many other good things happen. And I think you mentioned this in a recent episode on the podcast, Cal Newport, Deep Thoughts. Um, I'm going to see if I can find the name of the podcast because I might remember, but he's just talking about you know, you know what, it might be the overhaul your life one or on oh no, I think it's one about discipline. Let me find the name of it. So uh, control your time, I reckon. Maybe, yeah, I actually don't know. I've listened to too many of them lately. Um, but I know on YouTube he has one about discipline and in there he talks about, you know, having time block planning as an atomic habit and how that holds lots of other good habits in place. So that's my professional one. My personal one is currently just to take my iron supplement because if I give myself too many things there, uh, you know, I'm going to fall off the wagon. And there's lots of other things I want to do like walk every day and ride my bike at least once a week and do weights once a week and go in nature once a week. And sometimes I achieve all of those. But what would be really great is if I took my iron supplement every day. So that's my current one. And also just tracking my water. Um, my my other third goal about having a remarkable life is I'm just trying to read more. So that could be a paper book. It could be an audio book. I'm just trying to read more and use that for entertainment more and get off social media. It's just a constant quest, you know, getting off social media. Um, I definitely knit a lot and sew a lot and I garden and I want to be reading more because it's something I used to do a lot in the past that I loved and I want to get back into that. So that's my three disciplines. I'd say that and the time block planning are really good um, success tools for me. And then my other success tools, I actually have them written on a little sweet piece of paper here. I've got the things that are my self-care and I've been realising more and more like today I've been working on my um, sort of like my code of like what it is to be a good person. And for me, a big part of being a good person is being of service to others however in my case just with my well-being and physical state I actually need to be looking after myself it sort of underpins that it's a precursor to that so my self-care um, is really important and I've got here on this beautiful little note self-care is connection with my loved ones walks food planning because when I have a plan for food, it does tend to go much better. Having leftovers in the fridge is like genius. Um, a bike ride and weights. And you know what? Why don't I have nature on there? I'm going to add nature on my little list. Um, yeah, so they're the things that really help me. And, and I'm going to put a couple more on there, actually. Well, let's do that. I'm going to add breaks. I'm going to add breaks. And I'm get up and move. Just getting up off the chair is really helpful because it's just too easy for me to just sit and sit and sit. So, yeah, those things are as important for me as having a great planning system, having a great digital calendar, having the right journal. Um, for me, they are the success tools and that has been really, really helpful. And then so I was, like, getting right into all of that um, but then something else happened because um, there's been a lot of change and I was still showing up inside that process with a lot of change having happened, like going from 
a business owner with all the capabilities that I had switching over to being an employee in a completely new structure that really knocked me for one. So let's talk about that. Yeah, I had to do another cycle in the spiral of life and come back to being kind to myself. And it happened in just such a serendipitous way because, you know, I've done the passion meditation, so I like to think that I'm pretty, you know, good at change and I've moved a lot when I was younger. I moved a lot, like lived in a lot of houses, went to a lot of schools, and so I thought, oh, yeah, I'm great at change. And, uh, you know, I have worked through a lot of layers of kind of different kinds of trauma and being really disassociated from my body and you know I've peeled away a lot of those layers with a lot of um, new habits and learning to rest and be kinder to myself so this was another opportunity to simmer back and um, even though I might have experienced a lot of change change is still essentially pretty disruptive you know like we like to think that there's a you know, there's a normal or things are going to go back to normal. We're always chasing this stasis. And um, so I started listening to a podcast with a guy who's written a book all about change. And I kind of thought, oh, I'm not going to need this because like I'm, I'm the master of change. But it was a great podcast. It was another Cal Newport podcast. And this one, I'm definitely going to be able to tell you what it was called because it was very recent. It was, it's called In-Depth How to Master Change with Brad Stolberg. And yeah, it was really, really helpful. <laughs> it just gave me a lot of permission to be like, oh, okay, that's what's going on. So um, I think I am definitely coming at it from the right place. I definitely have a lot of good tools. He talks about this thing called uh, rugged flexibility, which, you know, I definitely think I've got the tools and what I needed to do was just acknowledge, hey, you've been through a big change. This is all really new. And you've got some fear, like I was, I was in a fear space and I was really, it was intense and I was really acting out like with my family and loved ones. Like I just didn't have anything for them and I was really caught up and preoccupied and I got in a really negative funk. Um, so as well as being kind to myself, I've been taking five corners, the Australian bushflower essence, because it's all about confidence. And I just felt like that was the one thing that just kept coming up for me. I was like, I'm just not confident. Um, and I was aware that, um, yeah, that I was feeling just not enough. I was feeling like I wasn't good enough or I didn't have what it takes, which is like obviously bull. I was also really nervous about people judging me. I was like really worried that like the people that I was going to approach were going to not like me. They were going to think I was weird. And that's when I realised, oh, I'm just running an old tape from when I was young and things weren't easy at school because certain people didn't like me and um it's not like that now like gratefully I had a couple of interactions with people that I already have established a relationships with so I could just be me I could talk about the project um with them and be in a in my place of capability and competence and that started building up my confidence again as well as five corners which is really great and I went back to a course that I got from Jason Schneider from the Perception Academy and the course is called I've just got my notes here. Oh, this particular course. Oh, that's it's about changing your beliefs. I'm, I want to get the proper name of the course so I can recommend it heartily. Um so I've done the course a couple of times before. Um Perception Academy is just perceptionacademy.com. And yeah, Jason is great. I actually 
have interviewed him on this podcast and um, he is an NLP coach. He also teaches NLP coaches. So he's kind of pretty accomplished in the NLP world. He lives in the States and yeah, on his website, Perception Academy has a heap of courses. And this course that I'm running through, running myself through again, is called Transforming Limiting Beliefs. And what I've been doing, oh gosh, I don't know about you, but I own a lot of online courses. So I have them all gathered up in one place and I can easily go. It's just in my asana Um, and I can go there. It's a project called learning and I have all of my courses there. Like I've got my NLP courses there. I've got my, pardon me, my logins and, you know, I can easily find the core. When I remembered like, oh, I should do the Jason stuff again. Um, It wasn't too hard to find it. So, yeah, I've been doing Transforming Limiting Beliefs and the other one I want to redo is, I think it is the Emotional Mastery Toolbox is probably the one I'll do next. I've also got Precision Questioning Skills and the six core NLP skills. So they're all really good. I love this transforming NLP, uh, transforming limiting beliefs ones. And so I've been doing it on my morning walk. I printed out the notes so that I can do it away from my computer because that's another thing. I'm always trying to find ways to get the hell off my computer. I bet you can relate to that. So yeah, um, you know, the change really did just trigger me in a lot of ways. Um, where I was, you know, going from really competent in my business to in this whole new structure, I had to find a way to sort out my mindset. And another thing that was really helpful was once a month I do a journaling exercise with um, Leia Cooper. I can't think of her podcast now. She lives in South Australia. You'd be able to, if you just search Leia Cooper, you'd probably find her. Um, And we do, uh, it's called the Wellbeing Room. There it is um she's um, she's awesome and she and I get together once a month and we do some digital journaling about our business and you know working to journaling prompts is always a really reliable way for me to see what's going on with my mindset and to see what I'm really thinking because I'll be thinking to myself oh like I'm I'm nailing this I'm totally onto it but once I my mind bumps into an affirmation or a journaling prompt it starts spewing out quite a bit of like vitriol and disgusting filthy self-flagellation and then I get to see what's going on in my mindset so doing that practice with Leia also really helped me to see just how negative I was in that moment and really alerted me Um, first of all it really transformed me so I felt a lot more positive because I got to see what I'd actually done and it helped sort of snap me out of it Um, so yeah you know I had to find a new depth of kindness to myself and I feel like a lot clearer this week. Um, and I think that, you know, I'm sure it's not over yet. And, you know, the final thing, you know, at this step, like at this step of the process that I'm in, I think is to keep trying and keep experimenting because I'm aware that um, I, I definitely don't feel like it's over yet. You know, like it feels very tenuous. Like my grasp right now still feels very just light and not massive. I think is tenuous a word? Tenuous. Weak or slight. Yes, insubstantial. Ugh, my vocabulary sometimes just intuitively fine. Uh, it feels like a very tenuous 
grip that I have on feeling okay. And, um, you know, there are things that I want to be doing that I'm currently not doing. And I'm working on that in the um, belief, transforming limiting beliefs work. Um, you know, like I want to be being more active. I find that I'm just sitting here at the computer a lot and it's consistently not working out for me. And I don't know exactly what the next step is for me. I feel like it, it's like a, it might need to be a career change because as long as I keep doing this job, it's going to keep requiring me to be at the computer. As long as I keep having a business, you know, like me delivering services to people, it, it's all requiring me to be sitting in the computer. So it could be that I need a career change. I'm not sure, but I know that life's a big experiment and, you know, I've definitely committed to a year of this job. <laughs> so, you know, what next for me is really keeping on trying with the calendar and the time block planning, remembering to take my breaks and look after myself and not feeling like that's selfish, you know, like feeling like that's okay. One other fun thing that's been really working for me is, um, in my breaks, going and doing my hobbies, like going and doing something that's kind of irresistibly fun, just because it's so appealing that it, it will get me away from the computer. As much as the computer has a, a draw and the sort of fearful, strung out desire to make everything okay over in the job um, and over in the work arena, the hobbies have an equally strong pull over me. So just remembering hobbies are good, self-care is good, breaks are good, as much as work is good and as much as the business projects are good. So, yeah, I'm going to just keep experimenting. I wonder um, has any of this resonated or been helpful? Um, I bet you that you can relate. I just have a feeling. And, you know, it's just this is just one of those Natasha's human too kind of podcasts <laughs> like yeah there are times where I'm nailing it and yeah I can be consistent and yeah I can keep showing up and making offers and doing all the things and yeah like when a person who's human goes in and tries to start something from scratch they're probably going to experience any number of these steps along the path and you know I hope that my sharing has been helpful for you maybe even just a comfort or maybe an insight. Let's see. I'd love to hear from you. Um, how to do that? You can just chat with me on the comments of my Instagram posts. You can email me. Just try anything. I think there is a way that you can interact with me in the podcast itself. So hit me up, say hi. Uh, I'm sending you lots of love and I look forward to seeing you really soon. Mm -hmm.